Glory to my Guru, Sri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we completed through verse 7 of chapter 6. In that, we learned about sankalpas, those are thoughts of the world. Also, we learned that the mind can be our worst enemy or our best friend. So we continue the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 6, the yoga of self-control. This is chapter 6, verses 8 and 9. The yogi whose mind is sated with jnana, knowledge of nirguna brahma, and vijnana, knowledge of manifest divinity, who is unmoved under any circumstances, whose senses are completely under control, and to whom earth, stone, and gold are alike, is spoken of as a God-realized soul. He who looks upon well-wishers and neutrals, as well as mediators, friends and foes, relatives and inimicals, the virtuous and the sinful with equanimity, stands supreme. This ends verse 9. Shri Krishna Guruji and other saints and sages have taught that a yogi whose inquiries and experience has satisfied him with knowledge of the unmanifest means that this yogi is a brahmana, a Noah of Brahman. Brahman is the unmanifest nothingness. There is nothing there. It's where one dissolves. Many just stop there. But beyond that, unmanifest is a manifest divinity. That is the Supreme Divine Person. In a later chapter, chapter 8, Lord Sri Krishna tells us this. The God-realized soul is unmoved under any circumstance. When one knows and is established in that, that one knows there is nothing in creation that can actually affect the spirit soul. So whether they are under attack or being celebrated, they are unchanged. The God-realized soul does not see any difference in dirt, stone, or gold. Could you imagine that? That means that none of these are of greater value than the other. Gold has no more value to the God-realized soul than dirt, but each has its purpose. The yogi who can stand amidst any situation with equanimity, meaning they have no affinity to one person or thing, that yogi stands supreme. That one knows the God within and without. In this petty world of ours, surely you can think of how often you're in a company of at least one person who tends to be unkind to you. You may avoid being in their vicinity, but sometimes it's unavoidable. It becomes uncomfortable and you want to leave. The God-realized person could care less if someone is kind or unkind. They know that that person is under the sway of their own nature and cannot see past it. We're not perfect yogis yet, so it's best just to leave these type of people just be. Don't get involved in their actions, be it their thoughts, words, or deeds. Let it go. We continue through verse 13. Living in seclusion all by himself, the yogi who has controlled his mind and body and is free from desire and void of possessions 
should constantly engage his mind in meditation. Having firmly set his seat in a spot which is free from dirt and other impurities, with the sacred kusa grass, a deer skin, and a cloth spread thereon, one upon the other, kusa below, deer skin in the middle, and cloth uppermost, neither very high nor very low. And occupying that seat, concentrating the mind and controlling the functions of the mind and senses, he should practice yoga for self-purification. Holding the trunk, head and neck straight and steady, remaining firm and fixing the gaze on the tip of his nose without looking in other directions. This ends verse 13. Here the Lord has given us some pretty straightforward instructions. Remember, at the time that these instructions were given to Arjuna by Sri Krishna, one could have a deer skin available to him. And as the Lord's message has spread across the globe, the kusha grass may not be available to all. For today's day and age, Sri Krishna Guruji has given us instruction in his discourse on the Bhagavad Gita. Knowing the difficulties of modern life, Sri Krishna Guruji has given us this direction. Find a spot in your home where you can be alone, maybe a small corner or even a closet. It should be clean and free of distractions. Find some time, early morning or such, when no one will bother you. Today we may not have the kusha grass, or possession of animal skin may not be allowed. For this, Sri Krishna Guruji has told us that we can simply use natural fabrics to sit on. He suggests a natural grass mat with a piece of wool on top of it, and on top of the wool, place a clean cotton fabric. If you cannot do that, he has told us to use a, a cotton rug to sit on. It should be a natural cotton with natural dyes. If you cannot sit with your legs crossed, Sri Krishna Guruji said, you can even sit in a chair. While seated, shut down your phone and keep an image of the Lord. Concentrate the mind on that image. It could be a two or three dimensional image. Find a particular spot on that image and concentrate your mind there. Stay engaged with it. This means do not think about the past and do not think about the future. Steady the mind on the Lord. The trunk of the body, head and neck should be straight. The body should be bent like the letter L at the seat. You can direct your eyes towards the tip of your nose to keep them from wandering around. Keep your arms and hands still. Keep your inner vision concentrated on the Lord. Try your best to keep yourself steady. So we'll finish here today, having completed through verse 13 of chapter 6. Next episode, we'll continue chapter 6 at verse 14. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love.